Hey there, welcome to the Elevated Life Podcast with Anita Tillman, where we talk about living life on purpose, growing personally and professionally, and making time to just do you. I'm an entrepreneur, a growth strategist, and a professional problem solver by day, and a mom, a queen, a sister, a daughter, and a friend by night. Let's talk about hair and makeup. Let's ponder life and love. Let's strategize for success. Whatever you've come for, get comfortable. Turn up the volume and let's go. Hi, welcome back to Elevated Life Podcast. So we left off talking about living your best life this year. And uh, we we sort of teased uh, my top 10. I've been talking about my top 10 ways to live your best life. And we started talking about number six, which is, well, and I'll just run through one through five for you so that we'll do a really quick recap because recaps are always good. There won't be a test at the end, but actually there will be a test because life is a test. (laughs) I learned that from my dad. Life is definitely a test. So you don't have to uh, get a piece of paper and a pencil out, but you may want to remember these things. Number one, remain fully present in every moment. Always look ahead, but don't get so focused on the future that you miss living in the now. Number two, occasionally check your rear view to remind yourself of how far you've come and the lessons you've learned, but don't get distracted by the past and regrets. Number three, always read and follow the signs. Some will give you warnings, some will give you direction, and some will invite you to rest. Number four, Traffic jams, roadblocks, and detours will happen. Be prepared to exercise patience or adjust your course. Delays do not mean denials, and there is more than one way to reach your destination. And number five, if you experience death along the way, resolve to fully live your life with even more purpose. And I want to backtrack to number five just before we jump into number six again, because, you know, I talked about number five, meaning literal and figure figure to the blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Does that ever happen? <laughs> I just got completely tongue tied. No, I said death, meaning literal death and figurative death. Um, situations can die. It's not just about losing loved ones, but losing relationships, losing death to a situation, a, a job, a, um, some circumstance, a friendship, there, there are all kinds of processes, death type processes that happen throughout the year. And, and, and those can also be tremendously traumatic. Um, anytime there's a, a sudden separation of whatever it is, or if it's, a, it could be, my goodness, it could even be a slow death. You could see a relationship slowly dying over some years and, and falling apart and coming apart. Um, you know, your job and separating from your job, whether it was suddenly or you actually had an exit strategy and it was something that happened um, over a period of time, those things can be difficult to process. But just know that if you've experienced that sudden separation, that that death of something that you know you won't go back to in that form, allow that to push you to fully live in whatever the next phase of life looks like for you. Be fully present. Going back to that number one, being fully present, actually living um, and do it with purpose. Do it with fire. Do it with passion. What sense does it make for us to be here 
on this earth and just exist like none. Be passionate about something. Be passionate about the wind blowing. (laughs) Be passionate about fresh air, passionate about flowers, passionate about housekeeping, whatever it is. Do it with passion. Do it with excitement. Uh, if it's if you like to wear shoes, wear those shoes with flair and style and grace and just do it. Uh, be great at whatever. Be great at something. Be great in not not as in masterfully great. Be great as in live big in something. Let something just be exciting and motivating to you. It's something really simple for me. I I love lipstick. I am a lipstick girl. If you see me and I don't have on lipstick or lip gloss, I probably don't feel well. And 99.99999% of the time, you will never see me without lip gloss or lipstick cuz I I'm a I, I love it. I love lip gloss. <laughs> If if any um, lipstick people are listening and you want to sponsor me, feel free because I love lipstick and lip gloss. At any given moment in my purse, there are, I don't know, five, ten tubes of lipstick. There's literally in my car a bag of different lipsticks that I've taken out of my purse because at some point my purse got too heavy and I just put it in my in a bag in my car. So if I ever am without my purse for whatever reason in my car, I can still go into my center console in my truck and and get a get some lipstick. I'll never be without. Love lipstick. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm passionate about lipstick. Now, lipstick is not the purpose of my life, but it could be. It could be. Just stay tuned. That's a that's another story for another day. <laughs> so let's move on to number six. Number six is if you experience heartbreak and darkness along the way, and we're still going somewhere, right? If you experience heartbreak and darkness along the way, find the courage to keep pursuing love and light. Uh, listen, I've had my heart broken like really, really bad super bad. This was years ago, a long, long time ago. I've been really happy for a very long time now, but a long, long time ago, I had a heartbreak that I did not know. It just, it was darkness. I was enveloped in darkness um, just because it hurt so bad. It hurt, it hurt too bad to talk. Like I remember driving up to Wendy's one day and I could not order my food in the drive-thru because every time I opened my mouth, I would literally choke with tears. Like it, I cried every day for about 10 months after this particular breakup. So heartbreak is really real and it you could go to a place, a dark place, and it's difficult to pull out of that place. And it's certainly difficult to love again or because it hurts so bad to be hurt. But, you know, if you if you flip that, it hurts so bad to be hurt, but it feels so good to be loved. It feels so good to be loved and in a loving relationship. And so the only way to get back there is to go back there uh, and not let heartbreak and darkness hold you. You have to break out of that dark place and break out of that heartbreak and mend and heal and run toward the light. And eventually you'll, you'll look back, you'll look back, you'll look over your shoulder, you'll look behind you, you'll look at the journal that you kept and the, the notes that you kept and, and, you know, you'll revisit your thoughts and realize that rear view mirror, 
uh, that image is getting smaller and smaller and that feeling of hurt and heartbreak and darkness is fading away. So just want to encourage anybody out there that's going through heartbreak right now who has lost love, is looking for love, is in some sort of pain, run to the light, go toward the light and don't be afraid to love again. Don't be afraid to open yourself up to a new relationship, another opportunity. It's all about growth and it's all about the journey. It's all about the journey. Number seven, failure is only confirmation that you need to make an adjustment. It does not mean that you should give up. So we grow up, we go to school, we get grades and our grades are A is great, B pretty good, C you're average, D you're in trouble, F you're a failure. So for 12 years, we are told, well, and even, even beyond, even through college, for, but for at least 12 years of our life, our formative years, we have been taught that failure is horrible, that, that big red F, that F is the worst thing that could happen to you. And so we start to believe that failure is the worst thing that can happen to me and it's something to be ashamed of. We're taught that failure is something that, you know, we if we do it, that we're nothing, that we are of low intelligence, that we didn't try hard enough. We're taught all these things, all these negatives around failure. But what we're not taught is that failure is the confirming factor that lets you know that you need to make an adjustment. So if you're taking a test at school, if you're taking a math test and you fail that math test, That failure is just confirming that you need to make an adjustment. There's something else that you need to learn. It's not that you're less than a person or less of a person. It's not that you're less intelligent. There's something else that you need to understand. There's something that may be holding you up or blocking you, or there's some principle or something that you need to unlock. There's some adjustment that you need to make with your company or, or, there's some adjustment that you need to make in your mindset and your thinking and your limiting beliefs. That's what failure is. Failure is confirmation that I, I know for sure. And, and that's actually not a bad thing to know something for sure is not a bad thing. What's what's good is knowing that you don't know. Because when you know that you don't know, then you can go and figure it out. You can go learn it. You can go figure out what you don't know. What a, a bad thing is thinking that you know everything that's bad. So failure, if you turn that failure into confirmation that an adjustment needs to be made, then if you make a mistake, big deal. Who cares if you make a mistake? Mistakes happen. Certainly, we don't want to make critical mistakes. We don't want to make mistakes that will cost livelihood and property. But mistakes happen. I have made dollar, 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 big dollar figure mistakes. Hilarious story. Uh, Years ago, I was with my best friend and we were at the bank well, and she had seen me with a calculator. Now, let me, let me backtrack a little bit because I don't know if I've, I've told this much about myself yet, but my background is in engineering. I graduated at the top of my class in electrical engineering. So that's years of calculus. It's differential equations. It's all this complicated and complex math. This was, you know, that was my life throughout college. I, I did well. 
And but I could not balance my checkbook without a calculator. <laughs> this was back in the days when you had a checkbook to balance. I couldn't balance my checkbook without a calculator. I still today cannot do simple math in my head. I need a calculator. Um, addition, I'm okay with subtraction, kind of gives me trouble. Uh, calculus, okay, now we're talking a, a different type of math, a different type of thinking. I can handle that. So back to the story. I had been, you know, I was balancing my checkbook. I I had my checkbook together. So I'd gone to the bank to get my, um, a money order for a cashier's check to pay my rent. So when I got to the teller, the, the teller, you know, I gave the teller my uh, deposit slip or whatever, the slip to do the, do the cashier's check. And the teller said to me just very politely, uh, I'm sorry, ma'am, you have to have this amount in your account in order to get the cashier's check. And, uh, you know, of course, I clutched my pearls. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> Who are you talking to? Of course, I have that much in my account. And I looked at my checkbook and I'm just like, I should have this number right here. And he said, he printed out my uh, account statement. He said, I'm so sorry, ma'am. Here's your account statement. And so uh, in all the shame that that I had in that moment, I took the account statement, of course, went home, looked at my checkbook, Well, lo and behold, guess who was trying to balance their checkbook without a calculator? Me, this girl. I I didn't do it. I missed, I was $500 off in my calculation and that resulted in me failing (laughs) at being able to get a check to pay my rent. But, But that failure was just me knowing that I needed to make an adjustment in the way that I balance my checkbook. I needed to make an adjustment in the way that I calculated numbers. Guess what? Lesson learned. Never had that problem again. I learned that lesson. I made that mistake. It was a mistake and it got fixed and corrected and life went on. And so all of that is is a long way of saying, don't get stuck in failure. Don't allow failure to be the driving force to um, put fear in you you know, you you become afraid to try things, become afraid to start things. We become afraid to to do anything because we're afraid of failure. What is fa- who hasn't failed? Find me a single person who hasn't failed at something. Find them, because if you haven't failed, then nobody has been able to confirm, or nothing has confirmed with you the things that you need to continue to know in order to grow. We fail test in school in order to, or and not just, it's not just about failing, getting something wrong. You could still get an A on a test and have missed a couple problems. We're missing those problems that, you know, I need to study that particular subject. So anyway, I think we beat that horse. You get it. Number seven, failure is confirmation. Um, number eight. Ooh, I like this one because this, this is a big deal for me. Um, still is a big deal for me. Number eight says expand your network. And we're still talking about living your best life. 10 ways to live your best life. 10 steps to live your best life this year. Number eight, expand your network and surround yourself with people who will challenge you to grow beyond last year's version of you. I'll say it one more time. Expand your network. Surround yourself with people who will challenge you to grow beyond last year's version of you. If the people around you want you to stay in the same place and be the same person, and you could be a great person, but we can all be better. 
We all have shortcomings. We all have flaws. We all have challenges that we're continuing to work through, whether it's personal challenges, whether it's a business challenge, whether it's a challenge with a relationship or family member or raising children or whatever that may be. There are always things there. Again, there, there are things that we should always strive to get better at. We should always grow. If the people around you aren't encouraging you to grow and be a better version of you than the one you were last year, then you need to surround yourself with more people. And I'm not saying that you need to surround yourself with different people. I'm saying expand your network. You, You need to always be in a circle where some of the people in your circle can pull you, whereas some of the people in the circle may be pushing you. So, you know, you need to aspire to something. There should be someone in your circle, some ones, hopefully, who can call you to a higher place, who can, who are not afraid to call out your weaknesses, not afraid to call out the things that you need to do better, but are also willing to call you to a higher place and pull you there or help you to find the resources to get you to that higher place. And so expanding that network ha- uh, there, you know, no, the idea of no new friends, I get it. The idea of keeping your circle small, I get that too. But it's also critically important that you have a network you that you can reach out to, you can count on. And it's networks are not just about friends. Networks are about relationships, relationships that are mutually beneficial for whatever the reason is. They may not be a friend necessarily, somebody that you have a true social function or social interaction with a network can just be just that a network of relationships where you can pick up the phone and get something done. Uh, They can call on you, your resource for one another. You can share information and ideas. Those are networks, build your network, grow your network, expand your network in this year. That's a big part of living your best life. Number nine for me is my this is my mantra for the year and i realized last year that this was my issue and honestly my entire life i didn't know but my number 9 is finish what you start i have the ability to start so many things and i am a tremendous multitasker And before my daughter was born, before I I experienced brain fog, before my daughter was born, I I was a machine. I could do so many things and there was no limit to the projects that I could take on and complete that I never felt like I couldn't get it done. I never felt like I would uh, because I I don't ever overpromise and and underdeliver. I'll always make sure that I can deliver on whatever I promise. But after my daughter was born, I got this brain fog Things started to slow down. Life started to slow down. And I felt like I just couldn't complete things in a timely fashion or I would easily get overwhelmed by whatever I was working on. And so last year in 2018, I realized I started a lot of things, but I didn't finish it. I would run out of gas. I would I would literally run out of gas and or get so bogged down with stuff that and so many loose ends that, you know, I couldn't make progress with new things. And so before you start taking on a bunch of new projects, before you start 
opening a bunch of other doors before you get into that new relationship, close the other door, finish what you started, finish what you started before you start that new business venture, finish the other one or close it or whatever. There's so we, we leave doors open all over the place. We're always looking for the door of opportunity. All of the windows, uh, the, the window of opportunity is open. There's open windows all around you. Sometimes somebody needs to close something, close the door, shut it, finish what you started. So that's, that is literally my personal mantra this year is to finish what I started because there are a handful of loose ends. When I close those loose ends this year, my life will be in a completely different space. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. Like I know my name. I just need to close those loops, tie those loose ends and be done with it. And it will release such a weight off my back because I'm carrying over and we're talking still about baggage. That's a form of baggage. Um, Having unfinished business is a form of baggage. And so I have baggage now that I've brought in from not just 2018, but 2017, 16, just of stuff that didn't get finished when it should have. I've dragged that baggage now over into a new year. And I'm just, I'm at that point where I'm like, okay, enough is enough. And I know with some of you, the same, finish what you started, finish it this year, finish it. Number 10, and the, the, the end of the living your best life, top 10 ways to live your best life is probably my favorite, <laughs> which is to determine to love yourself daily. You deserve to enjoy the journey with your physical, mental, and spiritual health, peace, and happiness intact. Schedule time with yourself for yourself. Celebrate your wins, learn from your losses, and embrace the magical, amazing, resilient creation that is you. I hope you got all that. So I'll say it again. Determine to love yourself daily. You deserve, you deserve, you deserve. Tell yourself, I deserve. Say, I deserve to enjoy the journey with my physical, mental, and spiritual health, peace, and happiness intact. I will schedule time with me for me. I will celebrate my wins. I will learn from my losses. I will embrace the magical, amazing, resilient creation that is me. Let that be your affirmation for the year. Let that be your literal affirmation for the year. If you have to tell yourself that every day, do it. You deserve to enjoy the journey. And if you haven't picked up on it by now, steps one through 10 of living your best life this year is really about a journey. It's not a destination. Life is not a destination. Life is not a, when I make $50,000 a year, life will be great. Life is not a, when I have four kids and a dog, life will be great. Life is not about when I get that car, when I get that house, when I get that job, when I take that vacation, there is never a destination that, okay, now my life is complete. It's a journey. 
It's the milestones and the memories that we collect along the way. It's life is about every moment, every breath, every step. It's about everything we take into our eyes and everything we take into our ears. It's everything that we put into the atmosphere and in the universe for everybody else. It's every person we touch. It's every step we take. That's life. Life is about heartbreak. It's about love. It's about wandering through the darkness and finding the light. It's about living in the light. It's about all those things together, life and death and, and birth and joy and sadness and every emotion, conquering all those things and the, the limiting beliefs and the things that, that tell you you can't have or can't be. That's the journey of life. It's a journey. And so don't get discouraged when you haven't made it to a destination, because at the end of the day, that's not what it's about anyway. It's never about a destination. It's always about enjoying the journey. And so keep your physical, your mental health, which we don't talk about enough. We don't talk about our mental health enough. And we'll talk a lot about our mental health in episode four, um, because that's something that has been so stigmatized that we just don't deal with it. And, you know, we think that we think of mental health as, as being scarring and something for those people and somebody else that's not me. So come back for episode four so we can talk about mental health um, and as it affects you personally and professionally. But celebrate your wins. Learn from your losses. Embrace the magical, amazing and resilient creation that is you because you are you're here and I, I told my story before about my sister um, in, in the previous episode, I'm still here. And so what did it take in my DNA, in my, in my life's code for me to still be present in this moment? Um, whatever your situation is, you're here. You're amazing. You're magical. You're resilient. You are awesome. And you're here. So why not enjoy you, enjoy the journey, enjoy what you have, where you are, make the most of it, make the best of it. Make sure that you're scheduling time with you. And, and it's important because life will consume your day and your time. And then you forget about yourself and it can become overwhelming. And so last year I made it a purpose. I made it a point to schedule me time do to literally do me I have time do my nails do my uh, do my toes do my hair and, and whatever it is that you know that you need to do it may not be any of that take bubble baths just spend some quiet time reading go for a walk go for a jog work out whatever that is whatever that me time looks like for you schedule it do it don't change it own it you know take possession of it <laughs> It's your time. You deserve it. You need it. It's important. Take your life back and stop giving it away to people and things that will use you up. And, and when you're used up, then then what? You're done. You're no good. And then you, your body says, OK, now I'm tired. You're going back to those signs that I talked about before. Your body's tired and it says, OK, well, I'm tired since you won't schedule any time with me then I'll lay you down on your back flat with sickness and disease and whatever. And let's see if you live your best life now. Hello. So 
Determine to love yourself daily. You are amazing. I can't say that enough. You are amazing. And it's so amazing that you spent this time on the Elevated Life podcast. I hope that you enjoy the top 10 the top 10 reasons or steps to live your best life this year. Follow me on social media at Anita, A-N-I-T-A, M is in Michelle Tillman, T-I-L-L-M-A-N. You can follow me on Facebook at Anita M. Tillman. Um, share, 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 share. Tell your friends about this podcast. Share it with them. Encourage them to, to listen. And I am truly enjoying sharing this with you and hope, have, hope to have some guests on pretty soon. So I will see you in the next episode where we'll talk about mental health. Love you. Bye. You've been listening to the Elevated Life Podcast with Anita Tillman. To join our mailing list, go over to www.elevationvillage.com to subscribe and stay in the know about big news and future episodes. Talk to you soon.